poem from Jennifer Barone because I'm not sure where I'm going to go tomorrow. If I'm going to go out to see her, if I'm going to come out to map, if I'm going to be able to do both, or if I'm going to just take the day off and regenerate. Um, so, what's up, Dave? I'd like to read one too. Go ahead. Well, I'll wait for you to read. Then no, I'll it's read. okay. I got to find uh, mine. You okay, go ahead. Really you go first. Okay. Interacting, intersecting, and relating with the people we meet. Entertaining and being, being entertained by the, by the folks along the way. This is what we do. That's what we encourage. That's what we do right here at Muni Radio. It's a common thread collective that has cast that wide net. Find that common thread. Let your life flourish and don't panic. As they sang, we're keeping it organic. And the doors will be open. The folks are invited in each and every Friday. At 3 o'clock to 6 o'clock, a lot, plenty of room to help make it happen. I'll be your MC. Who's the MC? Well, I'll be doing that, saying, saying, nobody goes away mad, nobody goes away sad, everybody goes away glad, able to do what they came to do. Support the people, they'll support you. Unite with the many to oppose the few. Feed the people, they'll feed you. Encourage one another, support one another, love one another, take down the walls. Open the doors, get rid of the borders too. Families, bands, tribes, communities, collectives, collectivas, I believe in that. But borders just lying on their map. So it's about supporting one another. Tomorrow's Secret Garden, 7 o'clock, the, the, the ceremony, the ceremony, of, uh, the ceremony will be going on. I'm talking about, uh, I'm, I'm talking about the ceremony going on. I'm talking about uh, Cambio. Say it again. Cambio. Cambia. Cambia. This is Cambia. Perfect. It's a plural. Cambia. A woman because it's a no man's jam. I can't wait. All right. Well, I hope everybody gets to go out and enjoy all of the beautiful offerings in San Francisco Bay Area. Also, um, one quick announcement. If you would like to um, continue to support the West Berkeley Shell Mound, there's supposed to be a decision regarding the proposed development at the site of 1900 4th Street in Berkeley. Uh, expected this coming Tuesday, which is Election Day as well. Um, but if you'd like to call and support that site as not becoming a, you know, a, not being demolished and uh, uh, preserved as it is as a California historic site, a 4,700-year-old ceremonial site that is still used by the Ohlone people of, of uh, the Bay Area, um, you should contact the city manager or the planning department or the city attorney um, at cityofberkeley.info, manager at cityofberkeley.info, uh, T. Burroughs at cityofberkeley.info, or attorney at cityofberkeley.info. So I'm going to read you a poem from Jennifer Brown, and then I'm going to read you a poem of my own. So uh, Jennifer Barone's book, Saporoso, um, reissued by Feather Press, uh, which is a, um, a press that is dedicated to um, the poetry and prose of, of female writers. And her poem here is called, Even the Tomato is an, is an Immigrant. Sailing from Peru to the land on the moon-faced pizza, whose crust rode hot winds of Sirocco heading north from Persia. The fusion of origins made for new tastes, experimental combinations of voyage. Imported itself, 
Who knows how the tomato became a sauce? What confusion it faced? What persecution? Was it a revelation to Italian hands who marveled at its nightshade flesh? Did they bite its bulbous body, crying out in tart surprise? Or was it so foreign that they tossed it back into the sea, belonging nowhere? It's not easy to reinvent yourself. A refugee looking for a place to land, as my grandparents did, set adrift between, between worlds. Il pomodoro might as well have become blood, a golden apple from the garden before anyone knew of sin, poised with shining seeds to grow its vines in fresh soil, unaware it would one day become impossible to imagine a dish without it. So that is a poem from Jennifer Barone. Um, again, go out. You can go out to Fort Mason tomorrow, uh, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. for the um, in Building C for the Italian Gourmet Food Festival, which is free to attend. And then she'll be um, reading from her book Saporoso: Poems of Italian Food and Love at 5 p.m. So I'd like to read a poem too. I'm going to wrap it up. It's been a good day here. Very, very good day. Oh, thank you, Allison. So this one is for all of you. Stand in the circle with
Excuse me, are you are you playing a music? Some people He took his seat on the foreign train. He thought it pleasant to travel again. Mindful of the journey's end. He read again the letter from his friend. The carriage fetted your dress for summer, but still he sweated it was better than being at home, being the cold and living alone. Around him people spoke in French, despite school days it made no sense. Occasional stares caught his eye, he was tempted to smile. But when he looked through the window for the thousandth time, saw a black horse fighting for its life. In a barbed fence, basically, the more it struggled, the more it strangled.
need a microphone, but I'll still pull it up to my face. What's up, everybody? What's up? Y'all know I already uh, speak uh, English, so I'm not going to open up in Spanish. Uh, I am Mexican. My name is Ramon Hernandez. I'm from Southern California, everybody. Uh, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I like this place. This place is good. Uh, actually, I grew up in a, I grew up in a, in a city that's like 90% Mexican and 10% other flavor of Mexican. Yeah. Um, so I like. I wish my Spanish was like more fluent. You know, like I like. I really want to work on my Spanish so I can relate and communicate to my neighbors that I wasn't the one that called the cops on them. No segue, no fuyacolero, fuerte chino, güey. It's funny because uh, I was at a show last night uh, at the Crazy Horse at the Sweet Spot, and somebody was like, 
Ramon, you, uh, we don't know if like you look like a homie, like a cholo, or a police officer. You know what I mean? I get that all the time. I get that all the time. Actually, I mo- like now that I'm older, I moved into the same neighborhood, and like I became the president of the neighborhood watch in the same neighborhood I used to buy cocaine in. It's crazy. Like uh, some of the neighbor kids, one of the neighbor kids, they, uh, they they stopped me one time and they told me, my parents, they say you're a cop. Are you a cop? And I said, no, no, that's crazy talk. What are you talking about? No. And then one of the little kids, he looks at me and he goes, oh, so you're just a fucking snitch. It's dangerous, bro. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and also, uh, anybody here in a relationship, long-term relationships, anybody married? Yeah, good for you. Oh, look at you. My ring fell off, dude. It doesn't travel past, like, Fresno, dude. I don't know what happened. I used Vaseline lotion. It just fell off. You know what I mean? Uh, but, yeah, I'm uh, I'm married. Uh, beautiful wife. Love my wife. Uh, but we got her engagement ring at this place uh, called the Jewelry Exchange. It's a horrible name for a jewelry store. Great name for a pawn shop, guys. I showed up with my PlayStation and all my video games. I told my wife, I was like, baby, we are getting you a ring today, baby, all right? With all these games, maybe even two rings, you know? My wife went with me. Like, she was dropping hints on what kind of, uh, like, what kind of ring she wanted. But she still went with me because she knew I would fuck it up, you know what I mean? Like, not all women. There's, there's, There's some women nowadays that's like... The ring has to be a specific size, a specific cut. The setting has to be just right. Yeah. So she went with me. And I remember we were inside the jewelry store. And she picked out her own engagement ring. And then the jeweler handed her the ring. And then my wife turned around and she handed me the ring. And my wife told me, surprise me. And I was like, what? So I told her, think fast. I threw it right at her face. Uh, so, just got married in March, dude, and it's like, so, got married, also have four great kids, guys, four kids, uh, two of those kids I didn't even help make, I'm a stepdad, when me, when me and my wife, when we were first dating, and we moved in, I thought these, these two guys were just helping us move, guys, I thought they were just, they were just helping us move. I want to go drop them off at Home Depot and I was like, you're free. <laughs> uh, my stepsons, they're 17 and they're 22. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm 34. Uh, we got the 22-year-old smoking weed last year. I know. Y'all you, you smoke weed or know people. That, it's pretty, pretty, pretty accepted. Everybody smokes weed. But his mom and me, we don't want him smoking weed. Like, So she's like, go talk to him. Go talk to him. I don't even like this guy. She wants me to go talk to him, you know? So I went over to Vincent. I put on my, like, my best dad voice. My best, hey, hey, Vincent, Vincent. You get your shit together. Finish school, get a good job, get out of the house. And this guy looked at me. And he told me, you can't tell me what to do. You're not my real dad. And, like, I choked up. To keep myself from laughing. Like, I choked up. Because he had a point. And then I just walked away. I just walked away, and I turned around, and I told him, you should try cocaine. You should try cocaine if you really want to throw your life away, you know? Like your real dad. Oh, I got him. <laughs> you know, kids, like, kids are, my kids are tall. My, my stepsons are tall, bro. Like, even the 17-year-old, he's like 6'2", and it's kind of intimidating, you know what I mean? It's kind of, they're kind of intimidating. 
you know? Sometimes, like, very rarely, but sometimes, but very rarely we make eye contact. It's intimidating. And I'm like, hey, I might not be your real dad, but I love your real mom, so watch out, all right, bro? Uh, my other two kids got a set of twins, beautiful baby boys, five years old, apples of my eye, fruit of my loins, kids I can actually have feelings for, you know what I mean? Uh, except for their fraternal twins. So that means they don't even look alike. One's light skin and the other one is dark skin. And I'm raising them according to how society's gonna see them. I buy the white one everything. Everything. Oh my god. Honestly. You should see how white he is. He deserves it. And the brown one. He works hard for what he has. Honestly. You know, he works hard. But it's the white one that deserves all the credit, guys. Oh my god, he's so beautiful. <laughs> Uh, the white one spends most of his day uh, practicing his golf swing with his little plastic golf clubs. Yeah, yeah. The brown one, he's got a lot of side jobs. It's weird, he's never home. I understand he's got a family to feed himself. I understand. The other day, uh, I found the brown one right before his Toys R Us closed. I found the brown one standing outside of Toys R Us. And I was like, Mijo! Mijo! Because he only speaks Spanish. What are you doing standing outside of this Toys R Us, Mijo? Said that I'm standing outside of this Toys R Us just in case any of these white kids need help building their Legos in their Lincoln. Always hustling, guys. He's money motivated. I'm proud of that guy. Uh, one last thing. Uh, this is this is this joke is from like a really really hard time in my life. You know what I mean? And sometimes the the, the, the darkest jokes will come from like a real moment in your life. Like I used to be I used to be 380 pounds. I used to be really big. Yeah. Growing up, I was always big. And, uh, you know, my friend will tell me, you know, people don't want to hear about that shit. People don't want to hear about you losing weight. You're fit now. You're fine. And I'm like, dude, I, like, I'm fucked up. I'm really messed up in my head. I got PTS Mickey D's, bro. You know? And, uh, you know, people will ask me, you know, what did you do to lose weight? What can I do to lose weight? And I'll tell them, you know, honestly, stay away from fast food. Especially Taco Bell. Because Taco Bell... Probably, damn. Because Taco Bell tastes like what incest probably feels like. Super satisfying. As soon as you take that last bite, you're full of guilt, guys. Full of guilt. Uh, probably, alright? I'm kidding. Probably what incest feels like. You know, probably. Just like. Probably kind of like, you know, when you're at a family reunion, you know, and after a couple of cocktails, your second or third cousin starts looking pretty hot. You know what I mean? Second or third. I'm not good at math. Who's counting? You know what I mean? <laughs> I ran that joke by my kids, and I was like, what do you guys think of that joke? And they're like, that is kind of creepy. And I was like, oh, that's how I met your mother. All right, guys. Thank you very much. I'm going to remember this. Thank you. what you'd hope for with this quality. What, 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 what is the campaign been like? 
What have you learned, been learned in this campaign? You've been going to uh, you've been going to various functions, I assume. You've been getting out there.
we got this rainbow of love. From Castro to the fairies, we won the Super Bowl, we won the World Series, and we partied all night in the street with our quarry for happy and our glory and our fame. But too many had no home to go to, and that's our biggest shame. Right on, hey, John. Uh, you always, you always nail it. It's so good to have you here. And hey, outside the door, Val, is two of Trio Cambio. I was calling it a Trio Cambio duet. So let's put some music on. And they're out there practicing. I know they'll have something which will fit right in. I'm doing the sisters standing up. Trio Cambio duet coming up. So put some music on if you will. I will. And I'm sure you have some things to say. I'm going to go get them. I do. Well, also, I'll let you guys know that MAP is happening tomorrow. That's the Mission Arts and Performance Project. Um, I'm sure that the duo of Trio Cambio will be mentioning that. They're going to be performing in MAP, I think, at the Secret Garden tomorrow evening. MAP um, is a free event where you can go to various spots around the Mission District that have opened up their doors um, to become art and performance venues. So check out the schedule for tomorrow, June 2nd, MAP, that's M-A-P-P. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-face McRat. <laughs> Hey everybody, listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. you visual and auditory mind control. For the best graphic design, physical merchandise, and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. Run! 
Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. (laughs) Well, hello, boys and girls. You know what a password is. That's a secret word that soldiers would use to get past the sentry and up to the front. Well, here's a password that gets you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis energy. It seems the faster you go, the more cannabis energy you need. So if you want to win, you have to have lots of cannabis energy. And the swellest way I know to get it is just by using Green Army Skincare. Boy, they're just crammed full of cannabis energy. There are more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you use circling the base ten times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast acting. Why, no sooner than you apply 